Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to Complete Music <laughs> Media's podcast on the Complete Media Network. I'm your host, Darren Campbell. Today, we're really, really thrilled to be joined by a multi-talented artist. She's a singer, songwriter, producer, artist, actress, healer, many, many, many things. She wears uh, Sony hats, a very creative person. Uh, today, our guest is Leslie Sunshine Chang, and her alias music alias is empress sunbo so uh, a lot there to unpack uh, we've got uh, hopefully a lot of time with her and uh, we're really <laughs> thrilled you could join us today leslie thanks so much for your time thank you so much for inviting me so happy to see you and catch up with you i know this is uh great uh, yeah we get busy in our lives and uh we start to lose touch sometimes with people uh, but i'm really happy that mm -hmm. you and i have uh, flowed and kept in touch and uh, yeah. I was really thrilled to hear that you released some music one week ago today mm -hmm. and uh, yeah we're here to talk about that talk about life lots of uh, things to unpack so uh, we're gonna have a lot of fun today uh, I'm, I'm really really excited and I hope you are too yes I am super excited this is my first podcast so yeah, I'm, I'm stoked. I'm stoked to talk about music, to, you know, talk about life, to talk about craziness going on in the world. Yeah. It's insane. It's good to <laughs> <True>. talk. <laughs> yeah, it's very good right? to talk. Yeah. 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 It can be very, yeah. very, very helpful for um, yeah, our mental health and uh, yeah, mm -hmm. just to keep in touch with people Stay that connected. you really appreciate and mm -hmm. like. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, thank you. You a great you, yeah, oh, go ahead. yeah. How's the audio? Because there's a truck going by. Can't hear the truck. Are, are at you? All. Oh, yeah, you can't I'm, hear. It? Oh, yeah. No. Because because this truck has been going by all day. <laughs> really? But I mean, it's the dear garbage man taking up the garbage, so I'm grateful for it. But <laughs> right. I was like worried about the pond. But yeah, okay. I'm so glad you can't hear it. No, I can't hear anything. I just can hear you. So we're Sweet. we're great. Yeah, we're really awesome. Happy. Um, I love a lot of your posts. Uh, you, you post a lot of quotes. You post a lot of really great things. And, and one of the quotes that you posted fairly recently was that you said your time and energy are your most precious resources. So I really appreciate you giving me those, uh, giving us those, uh, you know, very, very important uh, that time. Uh, I'm sure mm -hmm. it's been hard to find some time releasing this new music. Uh, has it been crazy busy for you lately? Yeah, it's been, it's just a lot as like a solo entrepreneur, as you can understand as well, right? It's, it's like getting the music done is already the huge chunk, right? Like, and mixing it and engineering it myself. And I don't do my own masters, but I pretty much do everything else myself. Um, and this time I actually hired a 3D artist to create the art, whereas previously I make my own artwork, even though I'm still doing that, I'm editing the video together. Like I do, like I get the art back, but then I also would do a bunch of stuff that, you know, fits my style. So there's a lot of post-production to do um and promotion and staying connected with friends and self-care like all of those things are all so important so it's it's just you know from the minute I wake up to the minute I go to bed <laughs> pretty much <laughs> trying to like factor in some downtime but yeah it's coming Okay, so a week ago, as I said, you released the uh, the exceptional song. It's called Lionsgate. 
Uh, Soul Story Part Three. Uh, I loved it. I've been listening to it on and on and on over Thank and over. You. And I, I see lots of people are thrilled uh, with how it turned out. Uh, tell me how it made you feel completing it and being able to release it to the world. Oh, it's like, like I said, it's very cathartic with every song, but with this one particularly, it's wow. I feel like I came through so much, so much healing within myself because it just came from such a deep place. And I feel like I just broke through a barrier that was previously blocked or something before and I, I broke through through the process of making the song so just infinite gratitude to the process of creation the process of making arts because I don't know where I'll be with, if I didn't make arts like you know it's just so much comes through so I'm so stoked for that process and to be able to actually put it out there complete people you know on all the platforms people are listening to it streaming it like I keep saying that's like the icing on the cake you know but of course like it's my intention for people to listen to it obviously like I I love that but it, it's just the growth the personal growth that I experience is tremendous it's I don't even know what to say wow. well I'm glad to hear that uh, yeah good for you it's nice to be able to have a pursuit uh, creative pursuit that is able to open you up that much and yeah break through barriers break through walls uh, mm -hmm. tell me tell me why uh, why you called it Lionsgate uh, what uh, mm -hmm. what is the meaning behind Lionsgate mm -hmm. well first of all I'm a Leo rising in astrology like I have a Leo rising so that's okay I'm not going to talk about astrology because that's not my forte but it means a lot to me because the lion the lion means so much. It, it's like the child, the lion is the inner child, the, the confident self, the self, like the person who's very about the self. Whereas uh, a lot of in my life, it's like I'm, I'm really about other people. Like I put my time to on other people quite a bit. And that's why I made that post when I realized I'm like, no, like my time and resources are it's my resources you're one of your most important resources so when I start to really interact with this lion energy start to really understand the sovereignty of the self um it it helped me a lot with my breakthrough actually it's actually counterintuitive it's like being kind of like selfish but not really selfish is like you put on the oxygen mask on yourself first before you you put it on your child or your friend or something it's like that philosophy of like help yourself first so when I came in touch with that it was really uh tremendously helpful to my growth and also so many other things like Egypt you know I went to Egypt and I interacted with the Sphinx and I had like an epic experience just connecting with the lion's heart because that's where they take you to like where the heart is and I I took off my shoes and I was just like connecting with it and whoa just things and you know just energy just came to me and 
I started talking to my friends and just giving them the download. Like it, it was, it was like I was channeling some some stuff, you know. So that was another connection, and also uh, a really big one. It's uh, August eighth. Like every year on August eighth is when the Leo constellation is in alignment with the Earth or something like that. I could be like wrong with the specifics, but something about the Leo constellation being in alignment. Uh, a lot of people believe that it's uh, a portal opening or some energetic portal connection with this particular star system. And I have had epic experiences on that day and it changed my life. Like I wouldn't be here talking to you as an artist if I hadn't experienced what I did on that day uh, on uh, August 8th, uh, 2011. That's really when it all just boom, just kind of exploded. So yeah, it just means a lot to me with this the Lions Gate. And yeah, nice to, nice to have an actual date that you remember. Such a huge life transforming day and an experience. Uh, it's nice to be able to remember and think yeah. back on yeah life taking a completely different path. Yeah, and and. Another big thing is that the whole lion energy is very much connected to one of my deepest trauma, actually, deepest wounds or ancestral trauma or wounds. And through making this song, I was able to actually uncover that part of myself and like reclaim that part of myself that I once felt like was lost or that I gave away. Um, yeah, so it's it's just everything is wrapped into this like one song, one lion energy. Yeah, I saw that you said you think that um, there was a bit of a download into your subconscious from the the Sphinx, the the lion there in Egypt, and and you didn't you weren't even aware that was happening until you came here and you know started working on stuff like this uh is that is that the case yes i feel something came through to me and i even verbalized some of it to my friends but i wasn't consciously aware of the effect that it had on me until i started working on this song and i didn't even know what the song was about until the very end when i was like almost like writing the post about like okay what am I going to say? How am I going to introduce this song to people? Like, what is it about? It's just like that. That's usually how I work. It's very like, how do you say it? Like intuitive, intuitive, not so much like a defined, like linear thought of like, okay, this is what it's about. Like, I know the gist of it, but uh, a lot of those like ancient uh, knowledge is really pointing us towards the power that we have inside and yeah I really it's really solidified and crystallized the meaning or, or what why I why I made this song because when I initially what I initially thought was what uh, the song was about was not what the song was about oh, wow yeah. it changed it, it, it it changed it it changed it actually it it just got way deeper 
like before it was like okay this is what it's about but then by the time I'm done I'm like whoa like it's so much more so much more depth and yeah a lot of the ancient knowledge are coming through uh which is something that I that I want to dive dive deeper into uh in all the songs that I will be releasing in the future uh, I want to play a, a short clip that you've posted. Uh, it has some artistry and um, yeah, a little bit of the song. Uh, I hope to play a little more of the song a little later, but let's let's find this right now. Sweet. Yeah, I I love that uh, I love that artistry. Uh, who uh, who are the, the um, artists that you said you hired and uh, helped you with that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, the artist. His name is uh, online. is Droid Visuals. One Droid and here. I'm. It's still yeah. playing uh, in the background. Uh, so yeah, I I, I have to. Pull it up again Practicing. and stop nope, it. Nope, don't need to. For some reason, it's playing something else. Oh, uh, the Facebook Yeah, the uh, Facebook just that went on to another clip. But yeah, um, yeah sorry to interrupt. Uh, yeah, you said okay. you were talking about the artist. Uh, his name is Joy Visual. His name is uh, Harrison, Harrison Sun. But Joy is actually spelled with like two numbers inside. It's like instead of D-R-O-I-D, it's like D-R-0-1-D. Okay. It's the R01D visuals. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Sort of yeah. Like, uh, so it looks like droid if it was an O instead of a, a Exactly. Zero? Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Just like play on words. And who was the, the person that mastered? Pepper, Pepper Payne. Okay. Pepper Payne from Infrasonic Mastering. Okay. Yeah. She's wonderful. I love her. Oh, wow. She's uh, such a pleasure to work with. Um, I'm so happy that you found such great people to work with. Yeah, I love mm -hmm. the I love the vid visuals. You're you're such a great artist, and you have a lot of uh, creative, uh, yeah, this exceptional creative control over that kind of stuff. Was it difficult to um, have other people uh, do do things with this? Yeah, well, it, this this is my first time collaborating with another visual artist, so. There was a lot of communication involved and I learned so, so, so much. And, and Harrison is very, um, how do you say it? Like he, he's very, how, what do you, how do you, like boundaries? Like, or he, he sets the guideline like really clear. And so that from that, I learned a lot about actually doing business. Actually, I was like, oh yeah, like, don't be afraid to set your guidelines and be very and adhere to it very adamantly. And so I learned a lot with that. And also just talking about like 3D design, like all these different lingos, because I have come like <laughs> what came through to me 
and and I, I gave him the proposal, and he's like, "Yo, I'm not George Lucas." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay All right. well i have no idea that it's like really hard to do that's funny <laughs> i thought that's super easy scale, but it, scale it back some i guess it's, it's like take it down like 10 notches <laughs> i was like okay awesome. yeah so it, it was amazing to to have my vision realized because i sent him this sketch and obviously all the dimensions and all the angles are different, like are wrong. But I was like, well, this is just kind of like what I see. Like, can you like make this happen? He's like, well, I'll do my best. And he did a really good job in creating the atmosphere and all the, all the elements coming together. So yeah, it, it was, it was a very interesting and helpful experience. Well, why don't we uh, play a little more of the song? Uh, this is just the audio version and um yeah let's let's listen to part of it uh, i won't play the whole clip but we'll play part of it sure yeah I've been listening to it so much and uh, really nice to see uh, so much fantastic response uh, it's become a little bit of uh, yeah a little bit of a playlist for me uh, whenever I'm doing around the house this has been great yeah really yay. nice uh, yay I love the other two that were the first uh, soul stories and um, this this third one uh, do they do they have a lot of meaning to you blending together this you talked about the soul story. Do they sort of stand alone or do they have some blending elements? Yeah, they do have a blending element. If you uh, go on my SoundCloud, you'll see the stories actually written 
um, actually SoundCloud and YouTube because those are two forms where you can actually put comments in your saying. Yeah. So that's where you can read uh, what the connections are between the three. Yeah. So you just yeah. go uh, Empress Sunbo on SoundCloud, Empress Sunbo on on YouTube, and yeah, you can find them. Okay, great. Yes. Yeah, yes. that's nice. So I'm glad you have yeah. a forum where you could write out a lot of the explanations and details. Yeah, there's just like so much that comes through when I make music, and and I do have a film background, and I after graduated from film school, and something just came to me. And I was like, I gotta do music. That's that's my path. Like that's it. I, like I didn't even think about it. It was just like, boom, I'm doing that. <laughs> so it's just like went head first, heart first into it, and it just magically just exploded. Like I think it's because it was in alignment with like what I'm supposed to do. And but then the film thing is, you know, it's still in my heart. It's still so close to my heart and the storytelling and all that stuff and visual arts and dance. And I just have so much creativity. And I just decided, I'm, you know, what? I'm just going to do everything. I'm going to do put everything together in the songs. Yeah. Like, I'm going to make it cinematic. I'm going to tell a story. I'm going to make videos, I'm gonna do visuals. Let's do it all. Yeah. And yeah. So. Yeah, well, I feel like um, we connected over our love of music, our love of film. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, I, I was able to see you on set, uh, which was great for me. I was yes. uh, glad that you were pursuing uh, film after going to film school because it's a, a big commitment and a lot of dedication to some years. And I'm glad that, um, you know, film was still in your background. But my love of music, too, I was so excited to know you were a mm -hmm. musician and uh, I was fantastic to go and see your studio get a chance to see where you do create uh what does that studio mean to you uh does that as soon as you walk in do you feel inspired are you uh mm -hmm. a creative person as soon as you walk in the door uh it takes a little time like it's it also depends on wh whether or not all the other metal bands are going crazy <laughs> <laughs> because sometimes like you know they're just going for it yeah but you're surrounded in other studios with metal bands all over are you? oh man it's all just metal band <laughs> like, just like rah, 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 you know the whole time awesome. not the whole time but uh when during the peak hours so uh usually late at night like i my creativity usually starts after 10 p.m like starting at 11 p.m. It's Great. like 11 p.m. to three in the morning. It's just, that's where I do my best work. So yeah, I have to uh, ride it out, ride out the day and <laughs> yeah. get to that point and still be energetic. Yeah, I've always uh, felt that that's when yeah. I'm, I'm most creative for some reason too. I don't know why. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't yeah. know why. It just seems like the day is, you know, going on and on and I just can't wait for a late night because uh, yeah, I just, I, I feel like, I'm creative. I, I get sort of an extra boost of energy and I just feel most alive then for some reason. Same here. Like, I feel like my mental clarity is the highest performing at that time. I feel like it's like the signals, like everybody's sleeping, nobody's thinking as much. Like the airwaves and because uh, we're. Out there. 
because we're like antennas, right? And we're so intuitive, especially being creative. So we're constantly picking up all the signals. But when everybody is sleeping, then we can actually like energetically take a break. And finally, those other elements of creativity or, or just like everything that I've gathered throughout the day would be able to manifest into some sort of art form. I'm glad you pointed that out because, yeah, I always have had a lot of people say, why do you stay up so late? Why do you do that all the time? And it's, you know, it's hard to just tell them that, you know, that's when I feel my best and I feel my most alive, my most creative. It just seems, mm -hmm. yeah, to just flow out of me then. So, you know, maybe I can show this to people and say, hey, don't give me so much heck for uh, staying yeah. up you know, late yeah. all, all night sometimes. Yeah, so. yeah, you're not the only one. It's That's <laughs> how it works with creativity a lot of times. I, yeah. I saw I saw a quote that you put when you posted um, this song, and it was from Jimi Hendrix, and it said, uh, "Where the power of love overcomes the power of the world, the love of the, oh no, because overcomes the love of power, the world will know peace." Uh, what does that quote mean to you? Ah, oh, it means, I mean, through the process of making this song. I went through a lot of challenging experiences and where I have to choose. I have to choose love or power, like love or fear, essentially, you know, because power, like when it, when it's people are overpowering, it's actually the, the root of it is actually fear. You know, that's really what it is. It's, it's not real power. You know, it's, it's false power. Love is the real power. And um, yeah, through this, some of the situations that I went through, I, I have to resolve these situations. And, and it came to me so clear that resolve it with love. Like, don't go back and retaliate or argue or this or that, or you're wrong and I'm right and all these things. No, stop it. <laughs> just drop that shit. Like, drop it. Like, like, I literally told myself that. I was like, just drop it. Just drop it. Like, the fact that I was involved in uh, a situation or a conflict, it just means that I'm in it. You know, like, I'm in it. If I'm in it, I'm in it. Like, that was, like, the profound realization I had. I was like, wow, I'm in it. I can't, like, I can't be like, no, that's, that's you. It's not me. <laughs> like, no. So from that point of view, it just came to me um, that I chose to be in my heart and resolve it with love and resolve it with accountability and just taking part of like, oh, this is my part, you know, like even though I felt like I was wrong, but there's got to be something I did that's not in alignment or somehow made the other person feel good, bad or whatever, you know, so so I took that really like to heart and yeah, I was able to resolve the situation and it's, yeah, we're good. We're totally good now. So, so when I, when I, when I released the pose before it, I was, it just came to me. I was like, that was, that's the uh, synthesis of the whole thing was that I got to understand the power of love. Yeah. Lucky you. Wow. Fantastic. 
I'm I'm so happy for you. Um, Thank you, you mentioned uh, you mentioned a couple times that uh, you had some trauma. I remember you mentioning that your your family life wasn't uh, amazing uh, growing up. Uh, I found a lot of people in my life. Um, I had some troubles, uh, you know, in my family uh, growing up, and I found a lot of people that are very creative people um, have had to overcome that type of thing, that that, that trauma. Uh, do you want to share anything about um, trauma or uh, you know, some of the struggles you had with growing up in your family? Yeah, sure. It's funny that we were talking about this because I, I just, I was just on Facebook uh, last night and I saw a friend a post being like, 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 let's, let's put your top three traumas in the post, like for the sake of vulnerability or, or a healing or something like that. So all these people put their, there's, and I'm just reading so many of them. I was like, oh my God. And some of the friends, I didn't even know that they have these traumas. Like you just see people walk by and like, you just see them like how they are. But, but when I get to read them, I was like, oh my God, like everybody is fighting such a crazy battle, you know? And, and I actually was like scared to put mine because I was like, it's so public. Like, I, I don't know if I'm, like I was never one to reveal. Like I would say something, but I wouldn't reveal like the details of it. But then I was like, no, like it's it's fine. Like it's everybody goes through that. Like it actually helps other people to pro- process their own trauma or know that they're not alone. So I put my three, and as I was writing it, I was like, wow, this is so therapeutic and so healing to be able to just articulate these things. Because I think that is the hardest part is like actually just verbalizing them to another person. So I wrote that down and I got all the support and then, you know, I went on to support other people and just like was really, yeah, really just stunned by how much trauma there is. So yeah, going back to your question. uh, Yeah. Well, 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 with this song, the, that the trauma that I was referring to is actually my mother wound. There's like a huge mother wound in my life, which I'm actively healing, which I feel like I've done a whole lot of healing through making this song. Actually, through the conflicts that I experienced with this other person, it actually brought forth that healing. And so the the trauma that I went through was that that I experienced a very uh, abusive childhood, mainly through my mother, uh, emotionally, mentally, physically, and verbally. So yeah, it, it's it's a huge gift it's a huge it's a huge gift like in hindsight it's a huge gift for me to see where like how do I explain this like where I like where my soul needs work you know like it's not my fault per se it's no one's fault but it's it just illuminated like my soul experience on this earth like what i need to learn that's what i've come to 
from a heal more healed uh, or more holistic perspective yeah just uh, just a lot of amazing gifts coming through actually breaking through from the victimhood of like this is what happened to me and and that's why I'm the way I am or you know that's why I'm not thriving as much as I like to yeah so I'm I'm giving up that perspective because I know when I actually go through the healing when I allow myself to go through the healing and to to feel the pain of it and to not stay in there, to feel it, but then to actively use that pain to create something like sitting down, drawing, making a drawing or writing a song or crying or screaming in the studio <laughs> or, you know, I don't know, like running or something like get that energy from here to out here and that's been a tremendously helpful process for me to find the gold that's behind all those things you know so i'm really happy to be in this place to to know that oh what she brought forth to me is actually a gift as much as it doesn't feel like it for so many years and even at times now i'm sometimes i still feel like like whoa why how could you you know but uh but yeah that voice is becoming less and less and more so like ah this is what i need to do here on this earth and this is these are the tools that i need to do this like this is what i meant to do like I meant to make this music and share this with the world and help other souls to remember their powers or their love or whatever it is to feel understood, to, to feel seen or whatever it is. But if I hadn't gone through that, I wouldn't be able to make this. And, you know, that just just gives me a lot more comfort. Well, I'm, I'm thrilled to hear that. Uh, I'm glad that you have such a good perspective on it. It is hard to get to that place. Uh, usually a lot of therapy, usually a lot of things to uh, get there, but I'm glad. It sounds like you've um, reclaimed your power. That's it. That is it. That is it. That's why my, the post, it's all about taking back my power because for most of my life, I just had this rage and this anger, which is totally fine. Like absolutely a hundred percent valid. Yeah. You need some of those to emotions. feel yeah. those. Sure. Yeah. To feel those. But then it just became like, well, how long are you going to feel angry about this? Like how long is this going to keep going? Like what's the next, what's the next step? How can I break through this? And that's when I, that's when I realized by, by not feeling victimized by it, by finding a perspective that, that is empowering to me, that's when I reclaim my power. That's when I am not giving away, like, oh, you did this, and now I'm this. 
because that is essentially powerless, right? Like, because you did this and I, there's nothing I can change what happened in the past, then, then what am I then, you know? Like, where's, is there a piece where I can come in and have some sort of creativity <laughs> around this whole situation? And yeah, it's like, no, actually, I, like, okay, it's like, it's like this. It's like, if somebody says when you were a kid, you're ugly, right? And then it's up to you to be like, well, I'm not ugly. I'm awesome. I'm fucking awesome. (laughs) It's up to you, right? But then if you're like, you know what? You're right. I am ugly. (laughs) Then it'd be like maybe two people would have the same experience and they have two choices. And this person will go on to do this and that person will go on to do something else, right? And I think it's that choice point. It's like my biggest healing came from like when whatever she said to me I internalized it and I thought that was real but of course you're a kid you you don't believe anything anyone tells you especially if that's your mother or your parents or some someone you respect right so I mean so there's no fault in like thinking that it was real because I was so young but then now I'm like wait a minute that's not true like whatever you said was not true like that's just what you think about yourself it's not how I am it's not even like how you are that's the thing it's that's not even her highest form it's it's it and this is what I figured out it's like who told her that her grandmother or her mother but who told grandma that her mother well then who is to blame like, can we go down to the line to the first person who ever said that you're ugly? Like, can we can we blame that person? I was like, no, okay. No, we're not going to do that. Like, like, so that person is like the worst person in the entire world? <laughs> you know? No, but it's like, but each person heard that and they was like, they were like, okay, sure. I guess you're right. And then it just gets passed on. Passed down, yeah, right. Exactly, right? Yeah. Strange, and then yeah. now and now i'm like you know what no that's not right i refuse i refuse to accept that it's not real and i do not consent to yeah. this i Good do not consent you. yeah so that's that's essentially what it means to me by taking my power back it's like i get to choose what i accept and if i don't like it i don't feel like it's true then no, I do not consent. Good. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was very apparent to, to me immediately meeting you. There's beauty in you, uh, you know, outside and inside, um, you know, so much beauty. So, you know, obviously she was very wrong. And uh, I'm glad that you've been able to get away from those uh, thoughts and, and terrible um, way of judging you and things that she said. Uh, I was told I was bad. And I believed it. It just that, was that? I, no, it was just bad. I was just a bad. bad, bad person. I was born bad and I just believed oh. it. And I was oh. like, okay, wow, I guess I was born bad. And and my view of bad people were always on TV. They were on these police shows where they were doing something bad and they were always dying or going to jail. And I was like, whoa, my future doesn't look too bright. Uh, I'm a bad person. This is what I'm going to turn out to be. Whoa, this is a little scary. And 
So I thought to myself, well, I don't really want to go to jail and I don't want to die. So I better be the best bad person I could ever be. So that was my mentality and my whole, you know, modus operandi as I was rolling through my childhood into my adult years. And, and I had such a bad viewpoint of myself that I was just born bad. So I have to be bad. And every decision that comes up, I have to choose the bad half. And uh, it took a long time to realize, no, <laughs> that's wrong. I wasn't born bad. I was just born and I can choose to be good or bad, whatever I want. So yeah it's all up to us what yeah. we choose right totally. yeah exactly so yeah so yeah, yeah. Uh, you know we we do have um I, I do meet a lot of people uh like you that have had you know negative experiences through their childhood abuse i'm i'm really uh, sorry to hear that you went through all that abuse but i'm glad that it has come to the point where you can take control now and you can use it to create and use it to heal. And I'm hoping that so many people listen to this music and they can use it as therapy themselves, use it as ways to uh, heal the trauma that they've had to endure. Yeah, that would be my biggest wish is for anyone who listens to my music to receive some of that healing that I received through making it. And if that is the case, then I, yeah, I've done my job. Like, and, and it served the purpose. And you know what I mean? It's like, I took something not good, like ugly or well whatever it, it, it's not even ugly because like if you think of how much beauty that came through it's actually quite beautiful but it's like I took something that is that felt undesirable that felt bad that was quote-unquote negative and turn it into something so you know it's like that person who told you you were bad and but then you turn that you know you know what I want to take this and I'm gonna I'm gonna smash it I'm gonna I want to knock it out of the park with this doing whatever that I do and create something fucking amazing and help the world and help other souls to realize that they aren't bad, they are beautiful and all that stuff. And it's like the biggest revenge you could have. Like if, if you wanted to revenge that negativity, it's like live a fucking good life. Yeah. yeah good. Very good point. Yeah. Let's yeah. live a fucking good life and, yeah, that'll be the yeah. ultimate revenge. Yeah. Uh, I, you, you mentioned some life goals. Uh, I saw you post one near your life goals. I'll start the quote. You can finish the quote uh, uh, if you want. Uh, one of your life goals is my feminine perfectly nestled within the stable structure of my masculine, where she feels safe to flow all the while she nurtures him so he can go and get shit done. <laughs> Bam. <laughs> uh, <laughs> pretty uh, pretty great life goal uh do you, are you able to make that happen quite often yeah uh i mean ever since releasing music or, or coming back to vancouver like getting the studio you know because you were like what what does it mean to you the studio it it means my dedication that's what it means you know when i first came back to vancouver I like I was like I had a suitcase and that was it you know I didn't have a place to live yet like I didn't have like all my music gear is still somewhere else in the previous place that I live I literally came back with like a suitcase and my I was like in my mind I was like I don't know how I'm gonna make music because 
like my studio is gone everything but I was like no I do not care about anything else like this is what I'm doing and I'm gonna dedicate myself 100% like there is no giving up like I'm doing it whatever it takes I'm doing it so so it means dedication and determination to me and um so that's like my masculine like getting shit done right but then throughout making the process of making music because it is like quite strenuous it could be quite strenuous like on the computer engineering like every little sound like it's it is insane right like listening to all these like fine details it's it's quite energetically sometimes it's charging when it's flowing but sometimes it could be like so draining so that's when I really learned to nurture myself through this process so like tapping into my feminine side and like self-care lots and lots of self-care eating healthy and exercising and having downtime uh juicing you know just all of that so I read this I read this book or I read this thing one one time and it completely changed my life when I learn that like the inner masculine and the inner feminine like when the inner like just basically like that quote when the the masculine has like you just you as a person your inner masculine you create a structure for yourself so that your feminine side can flow and but within that stable structure so it's not all just like you know going crazy and without structure right because without structure, you can't really create anything, right? So it's like, it has to be structured, but then from which you can fly and be free. And then the, the feminine has to nurture the masculine so that the masculine feels healthy so that that side of you can actually execute when he or she, that, that side of you, choose to take action right because any like you doing the podcast you have to execute you have to be like okay I'm going to contact her I'm going to set this up I'm going to get the zoom link I'm going to get my tech dial like that's you taking action but if you didn't sleep last night or you didn't eat food or breakfast then you're just like well I'm just tired I can't do this you know <laughs> like so both are important and when I realized that wow, I have to create that within myself, that's when it just all completely changed. And so, so yeah, it's, it's a goal in my life to be able to find the balance between downtime, uptime, you know, feminine time, masculine time, like not doing anything or getting shit done, like all of that. Yeah. I'd like to, uh, I'd like to play one of the other Soul Story songs. Yep. Uh, which one would you like me to play first? Uh, out of the the other two that we haven't played yet. Uh, well, I don't know the first one. I guess <laughs> like, because the, the first one is the beginning of the story. Okay, let's but, do it. Yeah. Do you, do you want to say anything before I I play it? No, just a prayer. Just a prayer for all of us. Okay, this is called Galactic Prayer Soul Story Part One.
that's uh yeah the galactic prayer um what do you think about mostly when when you hear that song i don't know i just i just feel good <laughs> I, I just feel good and i just want to sing to it uh well i was just doing that but then i realized if i do that it interrupts the the audio of it so i had to like take out my headphones um i don't know i just feel good <laughs> yeah uh, because of the pandemic, most artists uh, can't perform live anymore uh, mm -hmm. or haven't been able to perform live for a really long time. Um, have you got any live performances uh, booked yet uh, looking towards the future? Yeah, no, no, nothing booked yet. I did a live stream and uh, almost played a gig at Halloween, but it didn't really pan out. Um, but yeah, I I look forward to singing. Like I feel like I'm gearing up to it now that I've like three songs out. It just feels like I feel more confident about like being alone on stage because like I performed with other people before, and you know it's uh, I mean it's it's nerve wracking enough, but then putting your own music out there like it's. I mean, it, I don't know. I I had nightmares, <laughs> like nightmares of like, my friend was like, that's when you know you're a real musician because you have like <laughs> performance anxiety dreams. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm excited. I'm actually quite excited to sing to people. Yeah. Well, I, I saw you perform live at the Cafe du Soleil on the drive and loved it. Had a really enjoyable time. Thank you. Uh, tell, yeah, tell me about that performance and um, who you were collaborating with. And uh, yeah, that was a fantastic night. Thank you. Thank you for coming. Um, yeah, uh, it was uh, Michael Fraser who organized the open mic. And the DJ that I was performing with, I we didn't know each other at all. It was just like... Michael was like, hey, do you want to just jam out with him? I was like, okay, sure. Let's do that. <laughs> Let's improvise. That's so great. yeah, we just we just got together and did the thing. And it's always like improvisation is always like so magical. Like I really I wish I do more of that because it's just like a muscle that you train. Like you just be more fearless be more trusting about the process and knowing that, you know what, just relax into it, then everything is going to come through. And uh, I, I have this thing when I perform, I mean, and when I create music also, I actually hear what needs to come next. It's only when I'm really tuned in though. Like when I'm tuned in, it just, there's nothing to fear because it just, it, you're, like I, I feel guided, I am guided. Um, so I love it when that happens, when I know exactly in which moment what to do. And so, yeah, I'm looking forward to do, doing more of that, like, with my own music. Really great. I saw a picture of you performing at the Earth Frequency Festival in Brisbane, Australia. Yes. How, how was that performance and how was that show? Uh, must have been pretty magical to be there. So, so magical. I, yeah. I don't remember that particular performance, but I remember just like the general vibes of like being in Australia at, at Earth Frequency. It's just 
it's just so epic. People are so nice, and and I I just we just felt so well received when we performed there. Just all the gigs in Australia has been just really sweet. Australians are so sweet. I love them. Um, yeah, just the festival scene is. I I'm excited to go back because because I have actually. Taken my time away from it because I was in it so 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 much and coinciding with me just like diving into sort of like the the night the what do you call it the dark night of my soul like when I was exiting because I I feel like there's something that I need to bring through for this community and the community at large was starting with this circle this scene. As because I gather so much inspiration from touring for for a few years, and and again it's it's intuition. It's not even like I clearly know this needs to happen. It's just like I don't know. I just feel like I need to go away. I just don't know why, but I just need to do that. So I did that, and now coming through the tunnel, it was that I went to the dark night of my soul. Like I went into my shadow self, like into the underground tunnel. And I was just digging through the tunnel, trying to find the other side, the light, literally at the end. And while I was digging, it's like you're in the tunnel. There's like you can't come out until you find the other side. Until <laughs> you dig your way through. So it's been a few years of just like you know digging and digging and just like reconstructing my everything. So now I feel very excited. Because I like gathered all these treasures while I'm digging. I was like, "Oh, there's a gem. There's a gem. Oh, there's a gem." So I'm excited to just go back and be like, "Look, this is what I found. Let's all share this." Awesome! Wow, sounds amazing. Uh, can you remember the best live show you've ever seen yourself, yourself uh, involved, or just you as a uh, as a fan of uh, whatever music that you were there? Can you remember your favorite show you've ever seen? Favorite show, well, the first thing that popped into my mind, like there, so there's my my own and other people. I'm just gonna talk about uh, one of my favorite artists that I went to was uh, it was years ago, and it was Radiohead. It was pouring rain. Like I love Radiohead growing up, just because. I don't know, I just, I guess I feel a lot of sadness in my life. There's like no way for me to actually like express that or like from the server, you absolutely can't tell that I was sad, but like just through music, it just channels so much of that, those feelings that I, I've repressed inside of myself. Like, and so I would just listen to them incessantly. And, and when I went to see them for the first time or my only time, it was pouring rain. It was absolutely just like pouring. But the people were like, we were all just like encore, encore. So three times. Nice. They came wow. back three times in the pouring rain. And it was just, wow, just so magical. So that's one super amazing experience. And I also really love this artist named Tipper. And he, he's totally different. He's more like glitch, glitch hop, like, how do I explain it? It's like psychedelic, like glitch hop. Mostly it's just all electronic. Man, the crowd is just, because we're, it's like, you know, 
when you're like a geek about something like let's say audio or like sound system or cars or something like and then you converge together and you just each of you just like pay so much homage to the history of that and the craft of that and it's just there's no bullshit it's just like this is what we're here for like that's it you know and that's what I felt with the crowd it's like they were all just standing there just waiting for him to like play the beats and and it's just like as soon as it comes on it's just like we're just taken off like to a totally different dimension and I can feel it like just talking about it so and he's one of my biggest inspiration in the very beginning when it comes to music production when I heard this music I was like whoa how do I do that (laughs) sure how do how do I (laughs) feel this how do I create the feelings and and so is Radiohead as well like was like how do I make people feel so understood like how I feel when I hear the music so those those are two artists that I really love uh and when it comes to my own performance um I remember being at this festival in Colorado named Sonic Bloom and and we were in this thing called the Sonic Bloom Orchestra which is like at the the end of the festival the festival organizer would put together like pretty much like a lot of the headliners and then other live performers together into this one giant thing called the Sonic Bloom Orchestra. So basically we just get together. A lot of us might not even know each other and then we just get together and jam. And when you said that, that popped into my mind because I got to jam with some of like a lot of the heroes that I look up to that are just like way, way, way more musically, technically, savvy like just light years away and I was just like what am I doing here like why am I here like <laughs> I was just looking so I was just like you know kind of starstruck but I'm not, I'm not supposed to because I'm performing <laughs> sure. yeah of course yeah but hard not to. yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah that's like great. it's great that you feel though when you you know you know that you're you know, in it, and hey, uh, you know, you're, you're sort of what questioning why am I here? But you're there. Hey, this is amazing. What a what an experience. You've frozen on me. I don't know why. Do we have uh, difficulties with your phone? There we go. Maybe it's coming back. Let's see. Now I've lost her. Oh. <laughs> okay, I see your phone. I don't see you, but let's see. Maybe I needed to get a cable or. Guess uh, edits are gonna have to happen. Okay, I lost you for a bit there. Uh, 
Did your phone die? Um, I'm not hearing any audio. I'm not hearing any audio from you. Let's see. I don't hear any audio. I'm, I'm seeing you're muted for some reason. Is there a button you can push to take the mute off? Because, yeah, you're muted, uh, I see. There we go. That should be good. You can hear me now, right? I can hear you now, yes. Okay. Oh, let's, let's see if I can turn you up. Wait. What's going on here? Can you say something? Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, perfect. Now I can hear you. Because I have to use, not use my headphones. It's like one of those like iPhones where you can charge and listen at the same time. So oh, oh, wow. So I just have to charge my phone. So the battery was starting to die on your phone? Yeah. Okay. All right. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I was mm -hmm. just saying, yeah, that's I'm incredible that you are. It's incredible that you are able to be on stage with all those people and do a collaboration. And even though you felt a little intimidated, why am I here? You were there. You were actually there. You had, you know, achieved such an amazing accomplishment, being able to make music with some of your heroes. That's been phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is. It is really phenomenal. Like I remember there was like one moment uh, with like Spongo, one of another one of my major inspiration it was just me and him jamming and i was like oh my goodness i'm about to die here yeah so those are the great moments um yeah performing oh okay can i tell you this one one more yes please do yes um okay so i i used to be super shy like super shy and um I would be one of those like not as much like shoegazer like I, not that intense but I would meditate on stage because I'm like I don't know like this is I don't know why they're looking all looking at me and this is crazy like I cannot conceptualize that and I would actually meditate on stage because I was like okay like because it's so distracting Cause I'm seeing their faces. I'm just getting so like drawn into it. And so I would start meditating on stage and just be like, okay, now focus. And just like, it doesn't matter. Like just, just sing. That's all you got to do is just sing. Like, don't worry about it. Like it's all good. So it's one way for me to deal with all that stuff. And eventually one day, one performance, somehow something just broke through to me and I was like no I'm on stage they're here to see me like I need to reach out to them even though the, sometimes the meditation actually help other people to get centered but then the moment when I realized like I'm here to give love like it was so direct it was like no you need to break the ice not them <laughs> because before I was like waiting for them to break the ice oh wow <laughs> <laughs> because it was just like such a yeah how i how i actually started performing was like a real really interesting um journey um so yeah i didn't really have too much experience before that so i didn't really understand all that stuff 
I was just like, like all I knew was that like, I have a purpose. I have a lot of love in my heart and I have like music in me and I have a lot of words, a lot of lyrics. And, and so that was just sort of like the foundation, but like in terms of live performance, like I didn't really understand like how that works, but that moment, that one show when I was like, oh my God, no, I need to reach out to them. So I just somehow energetically changed and I started just really connecting with everyone and stopped being dis- actually being distracted, but more just like connecting. And it just completely transformed my entire experience to actually really giving them the experience that most people are looking for, which is the connection. And yeah, and some, a friend of mine came to me and was like, yeah, like I had a really great audience experience. Like it was probably one of the most connected that I felt like in, in the festival that I've experienced. And that was such a learning moment for me when I decided that, oh, I'm here to, to pour into you (laughs) and instead of the other way around. Okay. Wow. Oh, that's great. Well, I'm glad you got that experience and yeah, it's nice uh, when you can point to things that to change your life like that and help you out so much. Um, yeah, there's so much for me to still get into. Uh, but uh, one of the things I wanted to ask you about is, have you looked into the new artist way of making uh, some incredible money, uh, the NFTs? Have you um, uh, decided uh, yeah, to sort of learn about that and uh, maybe go down that road soon? Yeah, I feel like eventually I do want to do that. I did look into it. It's just all very green and very new right now. Um, I would love to do that, though, because uh, I love visual arts. I make visual arts and I make music. So why not? Right. Yeah, I have a a few figures in front of me here that uh, definitely blew me away about NFTs. I was very surprised that uh, they had. Um, yeah, made some artists so much money. Uh, the uh, Three Lao, the electronic musicians, sold $11.7 million worth of crypto albums. Oh, we've lost our game. We're going to hopefully she'll be able to come back. Let's see.
Okay. Might be, okay. I can always end it and to my partners and sponsors and then get ready for part two, part two. Okay, let's pause. Okay, so yeah, we're back. Uh, yeah, I was asking you about NFTs and I was going to tell you about uh, some of the aspects that I found out. Uh, Blau, the electronic musician, sold $11.7 million worth of crypto albums. Grimes sold her digital artwork for 5.18 million US. Uh, mm -hmm. the, uh, there's a platform called Sing. It's S with an exclamation mark as the I-N-G. And I heard a lot of artists are going onto this platform and getting the capability of putting their art and their, their songs on. Uh, Kings of Leon announced their intention to actually be the very first band to ever put their music uh, and album onto a platform and make a release of an NFT album. Uh, but they were beaten by a day and a half by the band Belave, uh, singer-songwriter Devin Welsh. And um, that came out uh, very well received. Steve Aoki has um, uh, got some very expensive NFTs out there. And yeah. uh, I hear a lot of artists are, are using it as an amazing platform to generate a lot of money. And it seems like at this point in the world, uh, you put out an NFT uh, I think it's going to garner a lot of interest and, you know, make you a lot of money. So, uh, yeah, why don't you uh, look into it a lot more, uh, spend some time. I think it's a, a great way. Yeah, I would love to eventually do that. If the only thing is that those artists, they already have a big, pretty big following. So that I absolutely help with um, getting their work out there. So I certainly hope that I get to do that at some point and, you know, just uh, 
yeah, make use of this space, this new exciting space for artists. Because before there was like no like market model for artists. We're at the very bottom of the pool, right? But now with this, with technology and people actually giving value to digital arts and to original digital arts, uh, it is so tremendously exciting. I feel like the ties all, it's, it's finally shifting. It's, it's changing to favor to, you know, that it's more in our favor as artists. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I love so much of the quotes that you put up. Uh, you, you really find a lot of very great gems. Um, uh, I, I want to uh, say a couple of them here. Uh, a quote from Vincent van Gogh, the more I think about it, the more I realize there is nothing more artistic than to love others. Um, wow, you know, from, yeah, yeah so profound. And, uh, you know, so long ago, uh, it's incredible, uh, you know, that it holds up so well these days. I know. I mean, it is. It is. If you read all the quotes from Rumi and some of the greatest artists, it's really it all comes down to love. You know, it's it's just like people say it so much. It almost sounds cliche. But when you actually experience that for yourself, when you feel it, embody that experience that inside of you, it's like it's like a, a lightning bulb just like went on and it was like when I finally understand the the power of love as opposed to the love of power the difference between the two was like that's it that's it I loved uh, the George Bernard Shaw quote that you put uh, life is all about finding yourself it's about creating it's not about finding yourself it's about creating yourself oh yeah it really is. And the funny thing is that I actually, do you mind, um, let me just talk to you. Can you, are, can you hear the background noise? Something, some kind of scraping sound or something. Okay, let me just talk to my, one second. Okay. Thank you, I love you. Okay, 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 we're good, we're good. Um, yes, and you know, interestingly, is that somehow I actually thought of that pretty much exact same quote or the same thought when I realized, and then I found the quote. Um, but yeah, it's, you know, people think like there's like destiny, like you're destined to be this or that. I mean, we're only destined for love. That's the only destiny that I feel because there are so many varieties of destiny according to your choices because we have free will, right? So there's an infinite amount of destiny, but the only one true destiny is for love. And, and coming back to the quote, yeah, we're here to create ourselves you are not confined by a destiny except for love love it uh the last one i want to do right now is um alexis rose from schitt's creek one of my all-time favorite shows yeah and, and uh, i was glad to hear that you quote her um whatever it is in your heart do it nobody cares 
And uh, you said it helped you through some mental blocks. It was able to really, uh, yeah, just realize, yeah, everybody's doing their own thing, thinking about themselves. It doesn't matter. Just do it. So, you know, you, you get to create it for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Like so many of those like self-limiting thoughts of like, oh, I shouldn't do that. I shouldn't do that. It's completely mm, pointless. It, it's it's such a massive waste of time because like literally nobody's even thinking any of that shit that you're thinking that why you shouldn't do that it's it doesn't even like exist like how we think other people think of us is totally not how other people actually think of us right it's just like in our own minds and uh yeah and so many times when I like was like oh I don't want to put this picture up there and then I put it up there or I put this like really vulnerable thing that I feel not comfortable putting, but I was like, no, I, I, I want to do that. And I do it. And I get such great feedback. So it just shows that just do it. Like people, people are just growing through Instagram. They're like, Oh, I like it. I don't like it. Or they, they probably don't even think I don't like it. They're just like, okay, next. Like they're not thinking like all these thoughts that you're thinking. And if they do like it, it's also, it's like, oh, I like it. It's like one second, you know? And yeah. it's, well, <laughs> I think we, I think we put ourselves under the microscope too much, right? Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. and, and you know, everybody's not looking at us in all those deep ways that we are They're, uh, you know, yeah, they've got their own thoughts and things going on. And so, you know, we're, we're our own worst enemies and critics and you have that, yeah, like you say, that self-doubt, the, the thoughts in your mind, maybe I shouldn't do this because this, this, that. But, you know, just do it. Just get at it and do it because it makes you feel alive. It makes you feel so amazing inside. And, you know, then you, yeah. the, the creations just start flowing from there. Yeah, right. You just never know what's going to happen because you did that. You don't know who you're, gonna, you're helping. You don't know who you're going to, who is seeing that and be like, hey, you know what? I actually want to work with you or collaborate or you know message you or something so yeah just just do it i want to do uh, what's called a speed round and i want to just say words and little phrases and i want you to just uh, say what comes to your mind right away make it short and sweet and if any of them you want to circle back to at the end of the speed round we can do so okay sound, sound good okay sure okay all right all right uh, I guess the first one I want to put is power. Okay, I have to preface by saying like, these are the things that I like speed rounds. I'm like, yeah, okay, but I'll do it. I'll, okay, do okay. it again. Um, power, power, self. Yeah. Self, okay. Love. Magnetic. Courage. Power. Spirit. Infinite. Awaken. A what? Awaken. A awaken. Magnificent. Passion. Love and joy. Vibration. Infinite. Everything. Nice. Inner peace. Now. Wow. 
Uh, soul mission. Here in this lifetime, I'm gonna get it done. Good. Higher self. Higher self. Higher self. Here with me now. Good. Uh, growth mindset. Always changing. Okay. Spiritual journey. Never ending. <laughs> okay. Empowerment. Most important thing in the world right now. Nice. Uh, how about ancestral wisdom? It's got to be done. It's It's got to be here now. Uh, can you tie that with ancestral healing? One of the most important work that we can do right now yeah. for our evolution. Uh, Self-love. I don't know. Every, every answer is now. <laughs> Self-love self -love is everything. Yeah. Success. Well, Success. Well, success. Okay. Yeah. Well, it sounds like so many of those words and phrases that I, I asked you, they seem to be happening to you now. They seem to be at the peak of happening now. That's, that's mm. pretty magical. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I, um, one of the things that I always ask myself before I put any artwork out or any post is that that's the meter, the metric. Is, that, is this honest? Is this me? Am I feeling it? Or am I telling somebody that's, that's what they need to do? So that's the metric. It's like, is this me? Am I experiencing this? Mm -hmm. uh, you, you told me that you want to be a healer. Uh, explain. Um. Okay, healing so coach, healing coach, uh, healer, healing. He said a healing coach. I think he actually told me that uh, that was a big life goal. Yes, yes. And you see how like goals are like ever changing, right? Even though I still resonate with the, the sentiment that that where it came from, I feel like I have a different perspective, slightly different perspective, as opposed to like healing other people. I'm actually I'm healing. Cause, because healers are always associated with like, this person is going to do this to you and then you're going to be healed. Um, but that's the thing. I realized you can't really heal another person. The healing happens within themselves, right? Like you're only the facilitator to hold that space, to have that container, to open up that conversation for that person to also open up their minds or their energies to doing that work within themselves or for the body to take place, to happen, right? So the, all the healing happens inside of you and you're the one that's actually healing yourself. So, yeah, so I, I mean, I, I still like to facilitate. I like to facilitate people's healing through my own healing. So I am a healer because I'm always healing myself back to wholeness back home and yeah so that's where i'm at right now in terms of my thinking 
Does the world need artists more than ever before? A hundred percent. I feel like artists are the ones who are at the forefront of consciousness. It's like the front of the wave. And artists are like the, the ones with the headlamps. You know, they're, they're like, let's find this. What's the new thing? What's the new frequency? And then we bring it back and then we make art and then we show all the other people. It's like, hey, you think this is what's up? Are you guys on board? And right now, with everything that's going right now, um, you know, with the pandemic and everything, and it's definitely a massive awakening, a massive revolution that's taking place as we speak right now. And the revolution is its consciousness, is that we're rising in frequency in terms of how we interpret the world, essentially, and uh, how we how we view power how we love, how we treat one another, how we treat the earth. Yeah, um, how we treat the entire cosmos, like other planets and perhaps other life forms on other planets. So yeah, this is what's needed. And we need more artists to be looking and bringing back the goods for wow the wind is going usually when spirit's really strong the wind blows really hard usually that's like i'm like a, a wind bender it happens well you uh talked about revolution and uh i heard you say that you wished you were uh born in a different era you could have been in the 60s when there was such a revolution back then but we've have had revolution revolutionary types of things happen there was the Me Too movement, which was really big, the Black Lives Matter movement. There have been a lot of big shifts and a lot of people have seen, you know, we have to make complete changes in the way we deal with things, think about things. Uh, so are you happy now? That Do you feel like you were born in the right era? Yeah, yeah. I think at the end of my post, I said something like, looks like I'm right on time. Um, yeah, all those times I was feeling it, I was actually, like, I was looking, I was tuning in, I was like, something needs to happen, and I don't know what it is, but I'm just gonna keep looking and keep digging and just keep creating and, and see what happens, and, and I feel like we're here now, you know, the last however many years of preparation is just to be prepared for the life mission that that we're doing right here, right now, at this time, super important time. It's like the precipice of, of like massive consciousness shift into, into, uh, into love, into unity. And that's, that just, it feels right. It, it feels like I'm in the right place at the right time. Well, that's a good place to uh, end our conversation. I'm really happy that you're in the right place and i'm glad you gave us your time and energy today and uh this was a, a fantastic conversation uh i'm so blessed to have you as a friend and i'm so happy that you could join join us and do this uh how do people find your music your art uh, all the things that you do uh they can find me on instagram on tiktok on but oh youtube 
YouTube, Instagram, those two are, I'm more active on those two and Facebook also. I don't have Twitter yet, but I might get it. Um, yeah, SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, all the other, all the platforms, you know, it's, it's all there. It's, you, yeah. you'll find me. If you have internet, you can find me, Empress okay. Unbo. And, uh, and thank you so much for this chat. You're awesome. Thank you for coming. Yeah, I enjoyed it so much. It was so great. And we're going to have you back again. There's way more things to talk about. And we can play more music and we can show more of your art. And yeah, uh, but yeah, thank you so much. Uh, Really appreciated this. And I can't wait to, uh, yeah, hear what you're uh, up to next and uh, all your new creations. Um, Yeah, thank, thank you again. Thank you. And I can't wait to see your podcast because I remember when we first started talking, you were telling me how you used to interview sports uh, athletes. And then you also want to interview uh, uh, musicians and because you're really good and you are really good at it. Thank you so much for this amazing conversations, like allow, allow me to talk about these like really deep things that I am always thinking about and to be able to share this with uh, a larger audience is such a gift to me. And I'm just so happy to see you doing what we talked about. Like, cause, and, and right. We talked about that. I'm a, I, and I talked about how I want to do music. I want to do the healing thing and all that. And now we're here, we're sharing sure. it. Yeah, so it. It's yeah. amazing. It is amazing. Yeah. It's so you're, you're inspiring and I hope I can be inspiring for anybody else. Uh, I, I talked about it with friends and I said, I want to do this and, it took a lot of hard work, but, uh, you know, here we are. One yeah. day I need to interview you, actually. It's <laughs> <Just>, like, let <laughs> sure. me know about your journey. Like, what did you go through to get here, right? So just massive blessings to you. So much gratitude for for walking the path. Yeah. Well, thanks again. And, um, yeah, we'll keep in touch. I'll, I'll talk to you very soon. Talk to you I, very soon. I, I'm going to send you on your way, and uh, I've I've got a little wrap up I have to do, so you might as well, um, yeah, uh, close it off, turn off your signal, yeah. and um, yeah, we'll, uh, okay. we'll talk very soon. I'll let you know okay. when I post it, and we'll uh, go from there. All right. Okay. Much love to you, Darren. Okay. Have oh. a beautiful day. You too. All the best. Enjoy the yeah. sunshine. Okay. I will. Okay. All right. I'm bye for walk now. Off. Okay. Bye for now. Okay, everybody. Uh, thanks so much. I really appreciate um, your time as always. Uh, this was really fun, uh, fantastic guest, and I knew she would be. Uh, I want to just quickly mention our partners and sponsors. I'm going to um, pull up their page here, uh, our website, and uh, we can mention them as you see the website put up. So um, Anchor has been a great partner and sponsor for Complete Sports Media. Great at posting on multiple podcast platforms. Go to anchor.fm and you can create your own podcast. Verbarrel, the hockey equipment and apparel company. They're industry leader in technology, performance and value. And as always, the V350 stick is a stick that you need to get in your hands if you're a player or if you have a player in your family. Pampas and Possibilities, they design and sell dried florals, do floral arrangements and installations. They're designers of handmade, curated, pretty things with West Coast vibes at very reasonable prices. And finally, Forever Living, the aloe vera company. They grow and manufacture aloe vera-based products for health and beauty. Uh, Thank you, as always, to our partners and sponsors. 
and uh, thank you to you. Thank you to everybody that um, helps create this and helps put this together. Thank you so much, Leslie Chang, for your time and Empress Sunbo. And um, yeah, I can't wait to see you again very soon on the Complete Media Network, on Complete Music Media. We appreciate your support and we'll talk to you again soon. Love you lots. Take care. Bye for now.